0: We are so happy you are here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap.
1: Welcome welcome to the post-chapel podcast um, coming from the campus ministries at Kentucky Wesleyan College. We want to thank you uh, for listening to this uh, podcast. We want to thank those who have been regular listeners. And we want to thank you if you are new and listening to us for the first time. Uh, We... We came up with this podcast as a result of the fact that our weekly chapel service on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College, we've tried to make it as user friendly as possible for students who have class before the chapel hour and after we have chapel at 1212 that allows everyone to get to chapel uh, after a class. And we have a 33 minute chapel and uh, we get in uh, our, our welcome and our opening prayer and announcements and a few songs of worship and a short uh, message. And we pray out and that's not a lot of time. And so students uh, have asked for what can we do to go a little deeper um, because our time is so tight uh, during chapel. So uh, if you're listening for the first time, welcome to the post chapel podcast and a chance to just kind of talk out what we don't necessarily get to talk out uh, during the chapel hour. So uh welcome and today we have a full house here in our studio uh, on the radio station at uh, Kentucky Wesleyan College, and we want to thank the radio station for their partnership and for the space and the place that they partner with us to give us uh, our our producer today is uh, Kobe Shrewsbury, and we want to thank her uh, for for producing us and making us sound good and all those things. And uh, so we we have uh, we have not only uh, a few of our students, but we all. We also have our our speaker from yesterday uh, that is with us, so I'm excited about all that. I'm going to try to be quiet and let them talk, and uh, we hope you enjoy uh, this time. So we have uh, Logan Willake, and we have Will Boltinghouse and we have Emily Kroom, and they are here with us, and uh, everyone seems to be awake, everyone appears to be, uh, like, the hygiene's good and so yeah yeah, appears appears (laughs) to be and so we're going to give you a chance to hear their voice and their names and kind of uh fun fact about themselves and what they're involved in and then we'll get we'll get in we'll do that very quickly so logan we'll start with you uh name year what you're involved in here briefly and uh fun fact uh what was the first one again uh
2: name <laughs> all right uh my name is logan lake um as sean said i was the speaker for yesterday's chapel service i am a currently a second semester junior i'll be graduating uh kwc this time next year i'm a religion major with a christian uh ministry minor campus ministries intern all that fun stuff cool fun fact <clears throat> I almost forgot about this
3: recording. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no that
1: would not have been a fun fact uh, but since fact. you did not forget this morning i
2: almost uh, forgot yeah, yeah. Yeah, since you didn't
1: forget then that is fun fact
3: uh it's fun because you're here there you go uh, made it yeah did that's not great crash. That's, that's
1: great uh will all
3: right my name is will boltinghouse i am a senior here uh, i study math and chemistry all that fun stuff right Um, I'm involved with Sigma Phi Epsilon Fraternity, Math Club, Chemistry Club, Peer Tutoring, and all that, you know, good stuff. Um, A fun fact, I love to play golf with my dad, Um, so this getting dark early stuff's for the birds, so, you know. But anyways, it's all about me. Welcome, welcome. Emery?
0: All right. So my name is Emery Kroom, and I'm a junior here on campus. I'm a middle grades education major, so I'm always open to taking lots of prayers because I will (laughs) most definitely need them. Um, I'm involved in KEA, which is our teacher organization, and I run track and cross country. And a fun fact about me is... I have a huge sweet tooth, so it's ice cream all year round, no matter how cold it is. <laughs> wow,
1: wow, wow, wow. Even when it's cold.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: Even when it's cold. That's that's a true ice creamer right yes. there. So,
3: what's your favorite ice cream flavor
1: then? Yeah, there you go.
0: Cookie dough.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, will, favorite uh, ice cream flavor? I just
3: like chocolate.
2: Mm. Plain chocolate. Plain
1: chocolate. Will do
3: me fine. Okay,
2: Logan. Cookies and cream cookies. from Chick fil A all day long.
3: Oh, okay. That's right.
2: good
1: call. That's yep. good, yep. good call. Good call. Good call. Uh, Kobe, a little shout out to you. Favorite ice cream flavor? Rocky Road. Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you got? Uh, I don't know. rocky road kind of threw me. It sounds like she sounds like she's 80 years old. <laughs> rocky road. <laughs> uh, uh, I like a lot of them, but I'm I'm pretty solid with cookies and cream as well. Lo- love that. But the uh, you. You go. You can't go wrong with chocolate. Can't go wrong with chocolate. So uh, now that everyone's kind of craving ice cream, uh, we'll we'll move into what's what's really good for us. Uh, what's good nourishment for the soul, and for our hearts, and for our minds is is digging into the topic of the Word of God. And in our in our uh, semester long series on how to, uh, we were talking about uh, how to read and interpret uh the holy scriptures uh the bible just some general um too way too many uh young folks and people who have not uh grown up in the church or even if you've grown up in the church there uh there's not a lot of teaching around how how to uh engage with the bible and how to dig into it and uh there's a right way and a wrong way to do it mm-hmm. uh, Sorta, of, I guess, uh, with the Holy Spirit, there's if you just go to it and just try it, there's there's really no wrong way to do it, but there are some ways to really understand it and allow the Holy Spirit to really speak to you so that you do gather truth from that. Um, way too many people pull things from the Bible. Um, in bits and pieces to try to justify and invalidate certain opinions uh, that are not uh, not truth, and uh, so uh, Logan yesterday did a great job of leading us through some points about how to how to first engage um, and interpret uh, scripture. So, uh, Logan, when you when you got this topic, uh, were were you in? intimidated or excited or, um, in, in 15 minutes, you were supposed to tell us
2: how to read the Bible. Um, (laughs) the, uh, the time constraint was a little intimidating, but the topic, um, the topic was right up my alley and something that I really, um, i enjoy talking about that stuff getting really nerding out on some of it (laughs) now was it didn't get crazy deep yesterday but i was i was happy and at peace with how it ended up so so yeah
1: good deal so going into it uh in preparing that type of message what what did you feel like the most important points would be for for anyone whether you're a brand new christian or you're not a christian at all and you're engaging with this thing called the bible that people talk about and you feel drawn to or you've been a christian forever and been reading the bible forever
2: hmm. um i don't know as I guess for the person that might think that the Bible's out of touch and out of date I would I would say like read proverbs there's a lot of like pretty plain practical advice in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. to kind of bring it full circle that it is something very relevant uh to someone That's already spent lots and lots of time in it and grown up in the church and and everything. It's nothing new. Um, Really, really try and seek to find and relearn certain truths from perhaps different angles. Um, I've, I've heard the term seeing Christ in the Old Testament. And meaning basically seeing the story of the cross and the gospel in the Old Testament in right. very explicit ways. And like 2020 for me, it was an eye-opening experience for that kind of stuff. And I would relive 2020 just for that. It, it was extremely impactful uh, for me. Um, really having like a kind of a all new understanding and really light bulb moment for a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: walking into chapel yesterday emory um and and seeing the topic uh first first thoughts first impressions
0: um my first thoughts were i was like okay i need to figure out how i can talk about this tomorrow (laughs) but my second thought was I feel like this is kind of a topic that some people, even if they don't admit, they think about a lot, especially if they're new in their walk with Christ, the Bible can be intimidating, Absolutely. especially oh, yeah. if you open it up. And I know if you go to like a Walmart or Target and you're like, <laughs> I'm going to buy a Bible, it's in the King James version. So if you <laughs> open that up, yeah. that's intimidating. And that's a lot. And I've definitely been there where I'm like, I just need to close it, take a second, pray about it and then pick it back up. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's just something that kind of deters a lot of people from reading is just because they don't know how to, Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to interpret it. But I was very excited to hear Logan talk and see what he had to say, because I feel like so many people have questions about that. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good yesterday, and I really, really enjoyed it.
1: So we Will, kick us off uh, in terms of some of your takeaways from yesterday. Sure. Uh,
3: So probably my biggest thing is you mentioned, you know, Jesus was always plan A right Mm -hmm. because to us you know the passage of time is so linear right and so to have to comprehend something that was always the plan you know because it's kind of easy to think you know oh we messed it up so god Mm -hmm. had to fix it somehow right right. but he saw that coming he knew what he was doing right and so for me you know early on i always thought instead of it being you know proactive it was reactive right? Right. Which is not how it is. (laughs) No, you know, so for me, it was a good thing to have that reminder of Christ was always the plan. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't a, you know, plan B per se. So that was my biggest takeaway from
1: that. It was, and it's good because again, that the plan A and the proactiveness of creator God, I mean, he's, he doesn't go, oh, well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, right. hmm, might have should have taken that into account. No, right. he took everything into account. Yes. And that's why looking at the Bible as a whole, it's not contradictory. Yes. When, when you pull it out as a whole, it's very clear the message that's there. Um, and one of the things that I love about the Bible is that, you know, God was able to get through 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 person, through mankind, through our flaws, he was still able to give us a living, breathing, comprehensive, uh, all-you-need living word uh, that still guides us today. They've, you know, the Bible, they've tried to kill it, destroy it, Mm -hmm. and get rid of it, uh, and it's still alive and well. And uh, (coughs) so, Logan, those those first few points that you made, you want to touch on those briefly, and then give us a chance to respond. Um,
2: yes, I'm trying to go back into my mental notes here. Um, the first um, <clears throat> of the three that I touched on, one, and you'll hear people say it all the time, is context. Yes, is I remember watching a a uh, YouTube video, and it was people trying to refute or trying to, seeing things in the Bible that to them, like, made no sense. And all these taking completely out of context verses that's like, whoa, now, what in right. the world? And then a comment in the comment section said, I know all the Christians are going to say this is out of context. I'm like, well... You're not wrong, (laughs) I mean, for real. So context is truly, it sounds like a broken record, but it is truly, I mean, it is, can't even say how important it is. You drop down in any point in scripture and you have to know what's going on. You gotta know who's writing it, why he's writing it, um, and who he's writing it to the the culture around the setting that clears up so much Mm -hmm. misconception is not even funny
1: Mm -hmm. emory uh i i know in meeting with students a lot context is everything yes (laughs) you know a, a lot of times people will be telling you something and you're like this is crazy this does not make any sense and then you back up and you go wait a minute who were you talking to mm-hmm. where were you all yeah what was going on around you all and then the story begins to make sense yes. then yes. then the words you go <laughs> oh okay yeah. i got you now now i know what the words that you're sharing now it makes sense yeah. and does that does that apply to what logan's saying here? oh
0: no absolutely because i mean so many times i'll have students come up to me and they'll say something or try to get somebody else in trouble you know and i'm like, well let's take a step back like give me some background knowledge tell me where like you said where you were what you were doing and when i finally get all of the dots then i can start to connect Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. then it makes sense i'm like okay Mm -hmm. that wasn't what you told me let's kind (laughs) of use some context Uh, and even with their school work they're like oh well the directions said this no 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 let's read maybe all of the directions (laughs) yeah and i think that definitely applies with what logan was saying yesterday context is so important because i think too many times people take pieces and verses out of the bible and they try to just use it to benefit however they see fit and it's Mm -hmm. like well that is what it's saying. Like you are saying the correct words, but the context of it is not what you're using it for. So I think that's always very important. Yes.
1: Yes. Will has uh, anyone ever hammered you with scripture, but taking, uh, taking taken it a little out of context there too. Uh, we we do that. We, we take things uh, that we hear things that we read and we pull them out of context to justify different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, scripture speaks to that that's called false prophecy you know um taking scripture and adding to it uh taking away from it um you you if you don't have the context then you're in the danger zone as far as talking about it right any anything from the points on context that that you Uh, Have any takeaways from, Will?
3: Well, so I go to Bellevue Baptist right here in town. And so what Pastor Greg, our main pastor, is it's really um – Efficient, I guess about, it. I'm trying to think of another word. But anyways, he always gives. He puts like, a lot of emphasis Thank on. Thank you. Is that what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. 8, what, 30? I'm yeah. not awake yeah. just yet. But yeah. No, you're good. I, I mean, um, so anytime there's a word in the Bible that is like, he will give the Greek root and stuff of that. So to relay it mm-hmm. to the language they were writing in, and then he will touch on what was going on, why You know, like Logan had mentioned, why is he mentioning it or whoever's writing it mentioning it? And then he kind of builds the meaning of the text off of everything, you yes. know. So he's saying consider everything, because I think it's pretty easy just to read the Bible and just go, OK, that's it. Mm-hmm. When it's so much more, you know, because you have to realize everything that was happening around that time just to even grasp why is it that we're mm-hmm. reading what we're reading
1: mm-hmm. you know? for for us to be able to apply any any fact or any principle or any teaching not just in scripture but just in in the world we live in you have to understand okay what is this and does this is this applicable and with with the bible most everything is applicable when you when you go in and you look at the context and what was being said, and why it was being said, then then we're able to learn from that. We're able to pull from that, and we're able to see where that applies to us directly or indirectly. Um, I, so many people have tried the God. I'm going to read the Bible, and I'm just going to open it up and <laughs> point to you know, and it's right. going to speak to me. Well, I believe God can do that. But there's a very systematic way to efficiently and effectively digging into Scripture uh, and allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to us. Um, Just arbitrarily trying to apply Scripture to your life without an understanding of who's, who's talking, who are they talking to, what's going on at that time, and why are those particular words used there is extremely important. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's it's understandable why so many people are confused. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought Logan did a great job of, of pointing out that kind of step number one is you have to know context. And so if, if you are currently trying to read the Bible, uh, I would encourage you to find a study Bible that will give you uh, some some at the beginning of each book of the Bible that will give you basically a summary overview that we'll touch on. This is the author. This is when it was written. This was the purpose and the intent. Uh, this is what was going on at the time. And they kind of give a kind of a context summary of that. Uh, and it's and it's so helpful. Uh, I I saw Will's paper uh, with some no, yeah. notes on I it. I want to
2: add to that real quick that a, a good study Bible, and if anyone's wondering the difference between a regular Bible and a study Bible, is just the thicker ones tend to be study Bibles <laughs> that have a whole lot of little added-on notes from um, scholars, commentaries, all that kind of jazz. Um you know, Bible teachers that put in their little explanations of, of complicated um, things and truths. Another one that I would really, really recommend is this site, um, I think they've got a YouTube channel and all this stuff, a lot of great resources called The Bible Project. Um, I've, I've watched a lot of their stuff. They, you talk about um, kind of having like a summary overview of a book of the Bible. They do a phenomenal job of really breaking it down. Yeah, really. The well.
1: Bible Project is a is a great resource yes. um, for you to reference if you've never um, if you've never gone there and kind of. Uh, perused it a little bit um, you all I, I'm sitting with some intelligent people today and so it's kind of intimidating for me I've been trying to sit back and think I've got to pull some pull some big words and I even counted for will early because I know how good he is with with counting and then yeah. <coughs>
3: We established everybody
1: uh, can count to nine or. yes, we we established in our in our mic checks that we can at least get to nine. I think we'll went to twelve and <laughs> and I, I had my I started taking my shoes off. Uh so uh the the funny thing though is Emory, you you are go, you're going into a an area uh with middle grades education. Um like Will has a an education family. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife and I have both been um, public school uh, educators for for a long time. And uh, um, there's a special place in heaven for kindergarten teachers and middle school teachers. Oh yeah, (laughs) Um, like uh, like I've done it all. And what I am, what God has not called me to is is middle grades. And uh, there you know, one day they're a child, another day they want to be a grown adult yep. and they're caught somewhere in between yeah. and, <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot of things going on that they don't understand. Right. And what, what I have found is if you don't, if you in, in trying to minister to teach, to help someone in their in that those middle school years, like context for them,
0: yes, is so
1: important. Is so important. Yes, and because they're kind of caught in this weird context mm-hmm. of life, and so just just to pull it back to chapel, like moving from context and being able to zoom out and see, like our lives and education as a whole, um, the whole thing that Logan moved to from context and the importance of context and all of the, the, the sub um, um, all the things that come along with context. He, he touched on hermeneutics um, and that you have to look at the Bible holistically. Mm-hmm. Um, how has, how has that aspect of your life been helpful? Have you ever struggled with kind of perspective on scripture and those type of things in your own life?
0: Mm -hmm. No, definitely so. And I mean, like you said, teaching middle school and just being in the middle school perspective is huge. So, I mean, just in my own life and in my own career, perspective is a lot because you've got one girl coming in the classroom crying and upset you've got another girl coming in like angry at her and it's like i need to hear both sides of the story before i figure out who i need to take out in the hallway to talk to first yeah. and perspective is a hard thing to kind of grasp sometimes especially when you're reading and i just keep going back to if you're new that's just something that's very intimidating because when you open it up sometimes you just have to close it walk away get a new perspective just pray about it and just ask for some guidance and then come back to it and that's just a hard thing sometimes i mean you have to go in with the context like logan was saying and be able to figure out what perspective you should be reading it from what you're looking for what you need to be you know reading for and so yeah perspective is huge and huge in my life (laughs) yeah
1: the will the whole word hermeneutics for for those who word. yeah yeah it's a good word it's <laughs> you know it's one of those my, my grandfather called those 50 cent words yeah. you know they're they're worth a lot right and mm-hmm. uh so it, tell me about yesterday in chapel and how logan touched on hermeneutics
3: sure so he really emphasized you know because it's the concept of t- you know considering everything right mm-hmm. and so what i wrote down whenever he started talking about that is that we've been taught that right you need to consider everything but there's a difference between reading the bible and a difference in actually reading it you know what i'm saying so it's you can kind of get trapped in the i'm just going to set a time aside for god and then just read it you know yeah. and, oh, and put it away and that's it right instead of actually trying to analyze it piece it together apply it to your life pray about it um so yesterday That big takeaway for me was I need instead of just opening my Bible and simply just reading it, I need to consider everything and play in the context of what is going on and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I was really convicted of that. So
1: there's there's a what there's a. Uh, I'm struggling with the like Will earlier the, the word that. that I want to you've rubbed off on me brother it's infectious uh, I'm sorry yes yes he is such a contagious guy <laughs> uh, the The whole concept of the, a right way and a wrong way mm-hmm. to to read like I, I just encourage everyone if you don't read uh, the Bible to, to start um, but also to start with some with some things like Logan had talked to us about yesterday, understanding that when you start reading you you do need to understand context and when you start reading you need to understand that um, to, to start reading with the, the whole story of the Bible in mind and where you land in there. Uh, I thought Logan did a good job of kind of touching on many aspects of the Old Testament into the New Testament and uh, let's If we don't mind, let's read that first scripture that Logan shared yesterday. Will, if you don't mind to read that.
3: Absolutely. So we're going to be reading 2 Timothy uh, 3, 12 through 17. And it says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work.
1: Mm-hmm. Currently, with the chaos that is the world we live in, there is truth, and it's found in scripture. And if there, if you have questions, if you have struggles, if you have things that you're trying to, to work through in your life and you're like, I don't really know what, what truth is here. Um, going to scripture, going to the Holy scriptures, the living word of God. And it we can learn from it. It is profitable to us. It is beneficial to us. It is the guide that God has given us, uh, to figure this thing out. Um, there, the answers that we need are there. Um, and Logan did a good, made a good point yesterday of saying the, the things that we do need to know and God needs us to know are there. There are some things that we're not going to know in this life. Um, Logan, the going into the kind of that third point of, of uh, you know, that scarlet thread that is woven throughout Scripture and that being Jesus and the whole point of, of Scripture is to lead us to Jesus and to teach us about Jesus, um, because the world says that this is about us. And in the last few minutes that we have here on the podcast is kind of talk to that um a minute about you know the that scarlet thread and what it is about, and is it not about
2: so um I've heard that idea, but in terms of the using the yarn and everything um if you saw the chapel service, that was not my idea, that was my mom's. She didn't <laughs> want me to tell her or to for to point that out during the chapel service, but I'll do that here um <clears throat> so the illustration of that, just this. Red thread of redemption, the scarlet thread of redemption that is found from Genesis, first book of the Bible, to Revelations, the last book of the Bible. We see these, um, like, the Old Testament, New Testament, like, Bibles broken up into two main uh, chunks, and then we've got these 66 books that that vary in style, literary style. You've got poetry. You've got these historical books and all these different things. What's it all leading up to? Are, do these differences and styles contradict one another? No. Um, but it's this main trunk road that is going through all of the Bible to bring it up, to bring it to the point that Mm -hmm. it's all leading to the cross. Mm -hmm. It is all leading to the cross. And um, when I mentioned a while ago that finding Christ in the Old Testament, finding the gospel in the Old Testament, because it's there, because the only reason we can understand the New Testament is when Jesus shows up on the scene is if we understand the old. Mm -hmm. And all the old is prophesying about him and everything leading up to him. And then after Jesus goes back up into heaven, and then we start with like the book of Acts. Well, what do we do with this? Mm-hmm. What do we do with this information? How do mm-hmm. we spread it? Mm-hmm. All that. Mm-hmm. So it's all leading up to him.
1: So... I don't know what you all got. What you got going on over there? My
3: stomach's growling cuz I'm hungry. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I was worried about the mic picking. It no, up no, no, no. He's going on a good little yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's he was he was on a good run and and uh, Will's stomach was 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 talking. He was Fe- feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> feed me more. It's good stuff. Hey, um, for just kind of a, a takeaway, uh, a main takeaway personally for you yesterday, Emery, from from chapel as we kind of close up. Uh, any any big takeaway for you yesterday? Um,
0: one of the things that I always say, especially to my students, but are you reading to read or are you reading to understand? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's just a huge thing when you're reading the Bible. And so if you can grasp context and if you can grasp that this chapter isn't going to contradict this chapter or this verse isn't going to contradict the next verse i think that helps a lot and i think oftentimes people just open it up and they're like okay i read my 15 minutes of the day can mark that off my to-do list it's fine like god's happy with me yeah okay yes but did you understand anything Of what you read because that's the whole goal is understanding and living by what it says and following what it says and so i just think that that was a really big thing that kind of related back to his messages are you reading to read or are you reading to understand
3: Mm, that's good that's a good point will (laughs) so similar to emily Sorry. You're telling you, I can't talk early in the it's morning. It's his stomach. It's his yeah. Yeah, stomach talking. Yeah, he's talking it's, for feed me. But anyway. Emory. But it's similar to Emory. There we go. Uh, it was kind of that same takeaway of. I need to read to understand Mm -hmm. rather than you know like you said 15 minutes of oh i got it done right and then the other thing is so i like to ponder like how um you know in free time like even driving to school i think you know it's kind of cool that we believe in a god that literally spoke the the world to be and stuff Mm -hmm. and how brilliant and how all-knowing and how powerful he is and so you know i highlighted this earlier but to You know, because we know Jesus was always plan A, but do we really know that, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it was for me to, especially through the scarlet thread, you know, demonstration, it was very much evident that he knew how everything was going to happen. And you can see (coughs) that theme all throughout the Bible. Um, So thank you for that. But that was probably my biggest takeaway. So
1: I want to. I want to thank each one of you all uh, to bring in yourself in here this morning and uh, for sharing. Um, one of the things as, as we close is if if you didn't attend chapel yesterday or you haven't uh, watched chapel from yesterday, uh, you can go to our YouTube channel. You can go uh, to our website and you can click on and be able to hear the entire uh, chapel service in its entirety. Um, and specifically, if you just want to hear the points that, that God was able to use Logan to make to us regarding how to read and interpret scripture, I encourage you to go back and do that. Or if there's any other needs that you may have spiritually um, where you want to know more or you have questions or there's you need prayer, uh, Campus Ministries would love to be able to support you in any way that we can and uh you can find us and contact us in lots of different ways and all that information is found on our page on uh, our kentucky westlands uh, website so i encourage you uh to to dig into the word and to dig in it intentionally and and there's a way to dig into it and i thank logan for investing in us and in our chapel service and and thank you for for taking the time to listen to us and uh we hope and pray that uh this this podcast was was encouraging to you and um and we thank you for for spending that time with us today so um i'm going to pray us out uh heavenly father thank you for this morning god thank you for this time god i don't know who's listening where they're listening why they're listening but you do And God, uh, context is everything. And the context is you loved us so much that you created us for a reason and for a purpose. And and you sent Jesus on a mission to save us and to bring us back into a right relationship with you. And God, that uh, Jesus was plan A. And and your word uh, shares that. And uh, God, I pray that it... um, that it can be something that we are drawn to and that we can make a regular part of our life so that we know exactly uh, the plans and purposes that you have for us and how we're supposed to live this life. And, And God, we thank you for the investment of so many in helping us to know you and know you better through your word. So God, forgive us where we fall short. God, we pray for those who don't know you. We pray for those who are trying to figure you out. And we pray for those of us who, who call you Savior and Lord that we're able to, to walk in such a way that others are drawn to the love that they see in us. God, may we love others, serve others, and relate to others in such a way so that they connect to you. And, God, we want to be very careful to give you all the praise. These things we to pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.